0: What's up I'm Ray Stein, and I'm just thinking out loud. Cure music. Hello guys, welcome to this episode, which will be about the Stanley Hotel, and I'm sorry if the quality of this recording is terrible. I'm recording on the microphone from my headphones that I use for my phone, and I just thought I'd make an episode because I haven't made one in a little while. And so, yeah, let's get right to it. All right. Let's get into this. The Stanley Hotel in Estes Park, Colorado is not only famous for its old wo- old world charm and excellent service, it is also known for its active paranormal phenomena and spirit folklore. The 100-plus-year-old hotel, located about five miles from the entrance to Rocky Mountain National Park, offers panoramic views of Lake Estes and the Rocky Mountain, and especially Long's Peak. Now, this specific hotel... I've had the pleasure of visiting while I went to Estes Park one time a few years ago. And if you guys don't know this already, this specific hotel is the inspiration for The Shining, which is by Stephen King. Who wrote the book, and it was later made into a movie Now, in order for him to have get gotten the inspiration for for the book, he actually had to stay there in this hotel, and he had a dream a nightmare about his son, like some type of monster killing his son, and that inspired him to write The Shining. This old hotel was built in the early 1900s by F.O. Stanley, who created the Stanley Steam Engine, a steam-powered horseless horseless carriage. The majestic Georgian-style hotel opened in 1909. And it is 2019, so that is exactly 100 years ago. Catering to the Rich and Famous Freeland Oscar Stanley and his wife Flora tra- traveled west to Colorado in 1903 because F. O. Stanley. His doctor advised him to seek the fresh mountain air. Stanley, who suffered from tuberculosis, had been advised to not make any plans beyond six months. The doctor arranged for the couple to stay in a friend's cabin in Estes Park for the summer. Immediately, they fell in love with the area, and F.O. Stanley's and F.O. Stanley's health began to dramatically improve. After spending the summer in the cabin, Flora wanted a home like the one she had left in Maine, and the couple built their new home about one one half mile west of where the Stanley Hotel would later be built. Today, the house is a private residence. F. O. Stanley built the hotel on land, uh, the hotel on land that he purchased from the Irish Earl. <sighs> sorry, <laughs> from the Irish Earl Lord Dunraven. Dunraven came to the area in 1872, while on a hunting trip. He built a hunting lodge, ca- cabin, a hotel for his guests, and illegally homesteaded up to 6,000 acres in an, unsuccessful, in an unsuccessful attempt to create a private hunting preserve. Dunraven was finally run out of the area after trying to swindle folks out of their land and money. In 1906, construction started on the Stanley Hotel. Wood and rock were tamed from the nearby mountains, and the hotel was built in the Ge- <sighs> Georgian architectural style, which experienced a revival in the early 20th century. In 1909, the luxury hotel was com- was complete, with no expenses spared, equipped with running water, electricity, and telephones. The only amenity the hotel lacked was heat. The hotel was designed as a summer resort. The Stanley Hotel was... has hosted many famous guests, including the unsinkable Molly Brown, John Philip Sousa, Theodore Roosevelt, the Emperor and Empress of Japan, and a variety of Hollywood personalities. And, of course, the Stanley Hotel hosted is Stephen King, whose experience inspired his book, The Shining. In addition to its regular guests, the hotel is also said to play host to, pay the, to, play host to a number of other worldly visitors. The most notable is F.O. Stanley himself, who is most often seen in the lobby and the billboard room. Now, if you ask me, well, and the billiard, I mean, by billboard, I mean billiard, my bad and the billboard room, which was his favorite room when he was still alive. Now, if you ask me, he's probably just sticking around to check how things are doing at the hotel. Because, you know, he was its original owner. It's his hotel. It's literally called the Stanley Hotel. <laughs> On one such occasion... He was said to have appeared during a tour group's visit to the billiard room. Just popping up to say hi. Materializing behind a member of the tour. Oh. Bartenders at the old ho- hotel also report seeing, having seen F.O. strolling through the bar, disappearing when they try to cut him off at the kitchen. They were trying to be a little sneaky or something. Not to be left out, Flora Stanley also haunts the hotel, continuing to entertain guests with her piano playing in the ballroom. Employees and guests have reported hearing music coming from the room, and when they take a peek in there, they can see the piano keys moving. However, as soon as someone walks across the threshold to investigate further... The music stops and no more movement can be seen upon the keys of the piano. Ooh, that's, that's creepy. There are several rooms in the hotel that seem to be particularly haunted. One is room 407, which is said to sometimes be occupied by Lord Dunraven, Wow. So the guy that originally had the land (laughs) who owned the land prior to F.O. Stanley reportedly he likes to stand in the corner of the room near the bathroom door which sounds kind of creepy like you're just you're just minding your own business and he pops up in the corner and it's just like what do you want from me? On one such a ca- on one such account, witnesses reported that a light in that corner kept turning on and off. Dude, quit messing with the lights. Um, this is my, this is my land. I can do what I want. Lord Dunraven, you have been dead for like thousands of, years, for over a hundred years. This is not your land anymore. Someone else owns it. Remember you sold it to Evo Stanley? <sighs> While the light was off, they told the ghost that they knew that he was there. <laughs> they would only be staying two nights and would, would he please turn the light back on. The light turned back on. However, later when the lights were turned off and they were trying to sleep, noises were constantly heard from the nearby elevator during a time when the elevator was not in use. At other times, a clo- ghostly face has been reported to be looking out the window of room 407 when the room was not bo- is not booked. Wow. And the website that I'm looking at, by the way, is LegendsOfAmerica.com, and they've also got some pictures of the hotel too, as well. Room four eighteen gets the most reports of haunting activity, apparently from children's spirits. Cleaning crews report having heard many strange noises from the room, as well as seeing impressions on the bed when the. When the room has been empty, when guests stay in the room, they often report that they hear children playing in the hallway at night. One couple reportedly checked out of the hotel very early in the morning, complaining that the children in the hallway kept them up all night. However, there were no children booked in the hotel at the time. There have also been many reports of guests by guests of haunting activities in room, in rooms 217 and 401 tour guides tell a story of the ghost of a small child who has been seen by many of the staff in various areas of the old hotel reportedly stephen king also saw the child who was calling out to his nanny on the second floor other past employees report footsteps and apparitions seen throughout the building. Listed on the National Register of Historic Places today, the Stanley Hotel is open year-round and offers various accommodations, including historic rooms, modern apartment-style residences for extended days, and expansive... and expansive... and expansive... condo condominiums, the hotel offers both historical and panoramic tours. Now, this next part, I will be listing the seven most haunted parts of the Stanley Hotel. The first one is room two, 217, Which is the one that Stanley... Or no, not Stanley. Stephen King stayed in. And it actually has a whole entire library filled with his books. So, if you ever get the chance to go to the Stanley Hotel. See if that room is open and try try to book it. I know. You know? The next one is... Two, the vortex, from an architectural standpoint, the staircase between floors in the hotel's main guest house is a stunner, but the area has also been dubbed the the vortex, a natural spiral spiral of energy, and ironically enough, it's a spiral staircase. It's also known. As the rapid transit system for ghosts that are known to haunt the hotel. Now, when I see it's a spiral staircase, I don't think it's necessarily like a spiral staircase. But I think if you look down, it kind of looks like it's spiraling spiraling down. I don't know. Um, my phone has frozen. That's great. (laughs) Okay, I got the issue to resolve itself. The third one is the concert hall. There's a lot of paranormal hubbub said to be happening in this famed concert hall. Paul, one of the well-known ghosts haunting the Stanley, was a jack-of-all-trades around the hotel. Among his du- duties, enforcing an 11 p.m. curfew at the hotel, which could be why guests and workers hear get out being uttered late at night. <sighs> yeah, that that would be creepy to hear. <laughs> like you're just trying to get a glass of water at 1130 and you just hear get out. The area is also a favorite spot for hotel founder Flora Stanley's ghost to play the piano. A few of Paul's antics, a construction worker reported he felt Paul nudge him while he was sanding the floors and tour groups on the Stanley ghost tour, have reported he flickered a flashlight for them. Another ghost known to wander about about the concert hall is Lucy who quite possibly was a runaway or a homeless woman, when really she was, it says woman, but I've heard in a YouTube video done by Sam and Colby, which they're, it's the part one of their Stanley Hotel series, which is like their comeback videos. So yeah, but she's actually like, a little girl, and she ran away, and yes, she was homeless, and as they were renovating the hotel, they found her said, you can't stay here anymore, and that day, the night she was kicked out, it ended up being really cold, and she died due to the natural elements. So yeah. Uh, she found refuge in the hall. She entertains the requests of ghost hunters, often communicates with them with flashing lights. Stanley historians, however, aren't quite sure about her pre death connection to the hotel. And based off of what I just said, that the video from Sam and Colby I don't know if it's accurate, but they probably checked out a more a more accurate website than tripsavvy.com. The next one is room 401. More than a century ago, the entire fourth floor was a cavernous attic. It's where female employees, children, and nannies stayed. Now, today's guests will report hearing children running around, laughing, giggling, and playing plus there's a famous closet that tr- that tends to open and shut on its own in this r- in this room the next the fifth one is room 428 really you get a badge of bravery for staying in any room on the fourth fourth floor but bonus points if you can book a book a room 428 Guests have reported hearing footsteps above them and furniture moving about. But that's actually physically impossible given the slope of the roof. Tour guides say the real haunt in this room, though, is a friendly cowboy who appears at the corner of the bed. Oh, so so he's like not a harmful ghost, and neither is Lucy, so... Even though that could sound like a creepy ghost name, she's very harmless. And based off of the Sam Colby video that I watched, she is just a little girl. She, open, she shuts doors behind you if you left it open, which I think is actually a kind of gesture. And she can move candy about, which may seem pretty creepy, but... I don't know. It's just not the worst thing that a ghost could do. Like, she's just very... If I actually knew this ghost, I could say more. But she's honestly just a little... a, A girl ghost that was running away from who knows what... Uh, I don't know what her situation was was in life. But she was running away from something. Something at home. Found refuge at the Stanley Hotel got kicked out and died. And so her ghost is pretty much cold all the time. Since her death was the literal cold outside. So yeah, this cowboy ghost kind of sounds like he would... Not be harmless at all. I mean, after all, he's described as friendly. Number six is the Grand Staircase. From antique mirrors and portraits, there's plenty to to distract the eye on the Grand Staircase at the Stanley. But it could also be a popular passageway for the hotel's resident ghosts. In 2016, a visitor from the Houston from Houston snapped some photos on the grand staircase, and upon returning home and reviewing them, spotted an apparatus at the top of the staircase. The thing is, he doesn't remember anybody else being on the staircase at the time he was taking the photographs. The ghostly image of a woman Is at the top of the stairs. Lastly is number seven, underground caves. If you go on the 75-minute Night Spirit tour at the Stanley, you don't have to be a hotel guest to get in on it, but you should book in advance. Your tour will come to an eerie halt at the end with a visit to the underground cave system. Workers moved about the hotel through the caves in the early days, so it makes sense this is a popular haunt. Skeptics will pass off the haunts as breezes from the historic piping and ventilation systems, but beneath the hotel is a higher than average concentration of limestone and quartz, which some ghost hunters believe help believe help capture energy at the property. All right, that was some facts and a uh, history on the Stanley Hotel in Estes Park, Colorado. So, yeah, that's the that's the location of where the Stanley Hotel is. If you're brave enough to go and stay in the Stanley Hotel, props to you. Because, literally, I'm going to mention the Sam and Colby video one more time. That video mentions that it is one of the most haunted places possibly in the world. So props to you if you stay there overnight, even, even if it's one night. Based on these, I think if it's truly like haunted, haunted with bad ghosts, because it only these websites were just like all f- all fluff about it, because they actually want people to come in and stay. But obviously, people are smarter than that, and they know things about the hotel. But the brave people. Who know things about the hotel? They kinda stay there, anyways. I mean, if people like, if the people that know the stuff believe it, and they stay there, then they're either stupid or brave. (laughs) But I betcha some people know the facts, and they're just like, "Oh, that's not real. It's just, it's just legends." But you never know. Like you never know what could happen after life. You don't know where we go, really. So I'd like to think that sometimes maybe we, our spirits do tend to stick around a little bit. So anyways, that's all I have for now. Have a wonderful day, a wonderful week, a wonderful life, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye!